Hi, welcome to Article 23. We're up to episode 17, the feedback edition. Uh, I'm James Hancock, and as always, joined by Rhonda Brighton-Hall. Hi, great to be here, and I love this topic. I know, feedback. Really (laughs) excited for it. We're a little chilly in Sydney, but we're going to launch straight in. Keep it nice and fast to keep warm. Yeah, we thought where to start. Both of us married to engineers, different engineers, um, and we thought <laughs> that, not a that, that, that would be really that would be awkward. But we thought, look, let's start with, and I'll read it out because I know engineers will want absolutely fact-based information with a definition yeah, of feedback. Don't get the details wrong. No, we know I, what happens when you pack the dishwasher badly. Yeah, which is every, every time I do it. But look, let's go straight into the engineer's feedback, if I can call it that. Um, engineer's definition of feedback. So feedback occurs when outputs of a system are rooted back as inputs as part of a chain of cause and effect that forms a circuit or loop. The system can then be said to feed back into itself. The notion of cause and effect has to be handled very carefully when applied to feedback systems. And even though that's a really serious engineering definition. Yeah, and I read it with the seriousness it deserves. You did, you sounded like a newsreader. Yeah, good. But it does work for people. It is about taking an output, something you see, And giving a person that back as an input into mm. how they might behave in the future or yep. how the situation might be handled in the future and being careful about it, yep. which I think is actually pretty good. And I love the cause and effect thing too. I do too. So I for me, really when, when, we're, when we're in sales or something like that, when we're looking at markets, like how much of it is me, how much of it is the cycle, yeah. all those things I yeah. find super interesting. So let's go Engineers. from that super... T- <laughs> Let's go from that super technical definition into yeah. the people one. So we yeah, all know right. the sort of the, the friendly banter of Ken Blanchard of feedback is the breakfast of champions. You know, mm. and if you if you if you want to be better, you've got to handle the feedback. Mm. And then you go across to Kim mm. Scotts, you know, the person who acts for like Google and Apple and a bunch of startups, which you know by any definition means they're brilliant. I, I always giggle at that. But anyway, mm. I'm sure they do have great people in those companies. And what she said was she talks about radical candor and she's written an entire book on it, which I thought was pretty amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what she's up to. And I think that's a really interesting angle too. Hmm. I still love Breakfast of Champions because it always reminds me of uh, Baileys and Cocoa Cocoa Pops. Baileys? Yes. It's called the Breakfast of Champions. (laughs) Anyway, we'll move on. I'm not sure that has anything so to do with So if you don't have any values or Cocoa Pops, we can move straight into <laughs> Radical Candor. So Radical yeah, Candor has three it. specific elements to it. So she talks about the difference between aggressive feedback, which is almost yeah. like a slap down and giving people everything they don't want to hear all at once and loudly, mm. versus ruinous empathy is her expression. Wow. And ruinous empathy is when you're so protective or careful of the person's feelings that you actually don't give them any feedback at all. Mm. And the, the theory behind ruinous empathy is actually that you're actually protecting your own feelings because you really don't want to give the person the feedback they need. Yeah. So you sort of look after someone, oh, I'm not going to tell them that because they'll be angry or sad or whatever it happens to be. Mm. So somewhere right in the middle, a little bit like the three bears, you've got yeah. too, too much, not enough, yeah. too hard, too soft, and right in the middle is just right. Yeah. And that's what that theoretically is, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. And so let's go a little more into this. So we'll... We'll give a bit of the agenda, I guess, of what we're going to yeah, talk a bit about. Of structure yeah, structure. So it's a bit an of, engineering edition. So. Yeah. We, so, so structure <laughs> point one a. What, what types of feedback are there? We're going to look at why it's important. A bit on the logistics, when, where, and how. A bit on receptivity. Um, my personal favourite, the famous feedback sandwich, also known maybe as the poo sandwich. 
Uh, and finally, the, the wire feedback. Yes. I think that's a, a good list. So what types of feedback are there? Well, I think there's so much written about feedback that what we tried to do is to narrow it down to things that are actually easy for people to grab. And one yep. of them is Stone and Hand Harvard, published by the Creative Center for, Leader, Center for Creative Leadership in the US. Yep. Three types of feedback. First one, evaluation feedback, which is where you look at a person's work or behavior and say, here's my feedback, my evaluation of how you're going. Yes, yeah. Secondly is an appreciation feedback. Mm -hmm. And that's that one where you go, wow, really, really, really appreciate your work. Yep. Um, and that goes to the heart of, there's a really beautiful quote by William James that says, the deepest principle of human nature is the craving to be appreciated. And I think yeah, we all do that. that. You yeah. do your best work and, yep. or you, you do your really hardest work and someone going, it's good. You go, oh, thank you. Yeah. And then the last one is coaching feedback. And that's a whole nother topic. Uh, but for today, we're just talking about that initial feedback piece. Yeah, awesome. So I love it. Why is feedback important? There's a whole bunch of reasons for this too. And we could go around a whole bunch of circles, but we think mm. there is a couple of reasons. And again, um, there's actually a really good article written by Karen Newman uh, in mm. the Huffington Post. And yeah. I know a lot of our friends are writers and journalists, and I'll be horrified that we're quoting the Huffington Post because of mm. the way they... Um, pay or don't pay writers. Yeah, <laughs> but different, leaving again, that aside, different part of feedback. Yeah, <laughs> leaving that aside, um, she puts forward five reasons. So first yep. of all, they can keep you going. Yep. So that point where you go, I think I'm going okay. I'm not really sure. Or someone says, Yeah, you're going okay, or you're on track, or you could change this or change that and go forward. Great, that keeps me going. Yep. So number one, keep me going. Yep. Second one, gives us a feeling of belonging, purpose, appreciation. That's its appreciation one. Mm. Um, third one is an increasing happiness and growth on both sides. So on one side, I'm finding out what you're thinking. On the other side, I might give you back some feedback. And between us, we'll get to this view. Yes, that's how we could move forward in a better way for this relationship or this behavior between mm. us. Yep. Fourth one, it unlocks change and innovation because you're sort of <laughs> stuck in doing something the same way you've always done it forever and all of yep. a sudden someone says what about this would you try that would you try this yeah. and it can really be an unlocking point where you yep. really change ideas yep. and the fifth one is sort of linked to that and it's about being not being stuck or mm. really discouraged where you just go you know i can't do it i'm not very good at it yeah no one's really appreciating me i don't get many opportunities on this and you just can't move forward yep. and someone's sort of unstucking you and saying yep. It's actually this, this, this you've got right, this bit could be a little bit better, here's some thoughts, is actually the step you need to step, oh, got it, now I'm no longer exhausted by this, I'm actually happy to give it a go. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, sort of increasing self-awareness, if that's the right way to put it. Yeah, I yeah, love the five points. So we know what it is and we know why it matters. What about, we said we'd talk a little on logistics and hot, hotly debated about performance reviews, <laughs> annual cycles and all the rest. Yes, when, there's when, lots of discussion. A lot this of discussion and, and debate. So... When's the right time to give feedback? Well, I think there's receive a, it, I guess. a couple of options. The first one is uh, absolutely in the moment. So you yeah. sort of go, just saw that happen, here's some feedback, really quickly grab it. And if it's a sort of bite-sized piece of feedback a person can grab, yeah. that can work really, really effectively. Yeah. Uh, second one is every sort of day. Yeah. And that would be when you're training to be a brilliant athlete or something like that, you're getting this constant tweaking of something that's already very good. So just this daily check in all the time. That can be a team or an individual. Yeah. And then finally is cyclically or it used to be annually. Mm. Uh, but then you've got to be careful that you don't get it. You've got, got to make sure you get feedback into a bit of a bucket that person can grab it and use it yeah. uh, without having to wait for another six months or another eight months or something before they mm. know what's going on. Uh, because people do need course correction or are happy mm. to have a course correction much earlier than finding out when it's too late. Yeah, and in things like Agile, for example, you've got you've got feedback inbuilt in the system. 
yeah. in, in the operating rhythm. So if you've got a sprint cycle, which is fancy jargon to say the short project run kind of thing, the short project period, if that's a two week period, you always have a retrospective at the end of that, which is all about capturing feedback. Have you just broken down a magical world? Yes, it's not that hard. <laughs> it's not the only, agile is not the be all and end all. However, some parts of it do make some it's sense. It's nice to hear it in normal language though. In normal language, I think most of us yeah, would probably do yeah, it. It's, it's not rugby jargon. And the other part of that how, when and why sort of piece is mm. um, the 360 piece of it. Yes. Because yeah. a lot of time we'll sort of go, okay, I've got feedback from my boss, my colleague or my peer or my team. Um, but what happens when I get feedback from my boss, my peers and my team all at the same time wrapped up in a bundle? Yeah. And there's pros and cons in that, but it's if anyone's up for it or got the opportunity for it, I'd always say grab it. Yeah. Because it, you really have this perspective of how you're going mm. and all of a sudden you're getting this much more holistic picture. It can actually be yeah. very, very cool. Yeah, absolutely. And so what about receptivity then? That's the perfect lead way through it from the 360. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I think receptivity is, it, I mean, if the person's not going to receive it, don't waste your breath. Yeah. So you've really yeah. got to think hard about where the headspace is up, moment in time, are they ready? Is this a good day? Is this a good moment? Is this the right audience around them? Nothing like feedback in a group setting or something like that where the person goes, oh my God, you just smashed me. Yeah. Whereas if they can actually get it in the way that they can receive it, I think it obviously is much, much more powerful. Yeah. Um, we actually had a really funny story. A very important company was telling us how they do this feedback where as they leave the meeting, they text each other with some feedback. Yeah, that's... Interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel on that. Our texts are usually, do you want a coffee or something yeah. like that. But yeah, feedback is, um, I think you went a bit rubbish in that meeting. might be more difficult to receive than mm. if you got feedback just going, yeah, nice prezzo or something that's quite easy and short and sweet. Oh, so I was just sending you a text. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm just joking. Like one of the things uh, I, I, I love, if I can call it that, or think that's really interesting is the idea of the feedback sandwich. Yes. Well, the feedback sandwich is an interesting one, isn't it? It sounds delicious. <laughs> uh, and that might just be the time uh, time of day we're at. Uh, yeah. Uh, it used to be known as the SHIT sandwich. What's that? <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> yeah. So that's sort of when you say to a person, oh, you're yep. so fantastic, but you're a bit rubbish at this, but you're so fantastic. Yep. It's sort of big, fluffy white bread sandwich munch and then what's yeah. in the middle is pretty nasty yeah some mystery meat that you're not sure you're going to eat hey? <laughs> and i think right. for me and maybe i'm oversimplifying it but for me that's always and i've been talking about it a lot recently i don't know what's reminded me of it is the primacy and recency effect right it's yeah. one of the oldest phenomenon yeah but thinking if that reigns true with the feedback sandwich basically what we're saying is yeah. you remember the bread and not what's in the middle no because you've got kind of bang on yeah and i think <laughs> it only really works for the giver of the feedback because yeah, they go right. oh I gave them the feedback, but yep. you gave it to them with so much bread around it, they couldn't even taste it yep. or they didn't even know it was there. So it's very confusing for the receiver. Yeah. just feels like a big fluffy sandwich, but... Yeah, or a bread roll with nothing in it. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Anyway, feedback sandwich, don't do it. And what about the why? The why, the why I think, is the most, most, most important thing about feedback. Yep. And so what's your intention? And yep. if your intention is to help and support the person, let's go. Yeah. If the intention is, I need to get this off my chest and just tell yeah. you what I think, yep. but I don't care what you think, I'm just going to tell you what I think, that's pretty wicked. And yep. so um, the why has to be, to put it really, really simply, about making the person or the situation better. 
Yeah, it's bang and on. And nothing else. And nothing else. And yep. if that's not what you're trying to do, don't do it. Because yep. that's just about giving... That's a different to, conversation. Yeah. It's not... Yeah. Different conversation. Glass yep. of wine when you get home with your family, whatever. Yeah, yeah totally. Unless they're too young and then no, of course. Uh, and if it... <laughs> and if it is the intention that you actually want to make the personal situation better, yep. then give it everything you've got. Be thoughtfully... It can be a bit awkwardly sometimes as yep. long as it's very honest yep. in a timely fashion when it matters most in a way that they can receive it. Give it your absolute best shot. Yeah. And I think that's super, super important to try it that way. Yeah, perfect. So look, to summarize, feedback is obviously really, really important. Super important. All about planning, practicing and being thoughtful, like you said. Yep. Um, and it's all about caring, giving it your best shot for the right reasons with that right mindset, which is always about improving the personal situation. Yes. And, and as a person who is deciding whether or not to receive feedback, mm. I love this really beautiful quote. And it says, surround yourself with dreamers and the doers, the believers and the thinkers, but most of all, surround yourself with people who see the greatness within you, even when you don't see it yourself. And I think that's the people that if they're around you and giving yeah. you that feedback, they just give you what you need to hear and can really move you forward. Yeah, absolutely. So look, I'm pretty excited for our next episode as well. Yep. What are we going to do? Uh, we're going to talk about virtual reality. I know, I'm pumped. pumped. <laughs> a topic I, we love. Yeah, it's a fun one, isn't it? Yeah. And we'll we do may... it in headsets. Yes. <laughs> we'll, <Won't> do we? <laughs> we'll do it in headsets. We'll do it in headsets. I awesome. think um, it will be a great conversation to talk about virtual reality. And we're going to not just talk about what it is and how it could work. Yeah. We're actually going to talk about the ethics of it. Yeah, great. And where it's currently going in the future. And what are the challenges for it and how it might get there. Yeah. Very, very open. Lots of questions there. Not sure about the answers, which would be good. Good fun. And so, look, in the meantime, uh, thank you for listening. If you want more moi, I'm sure you always do. We've got a free weekly newsletter you can sign up to. And we've also got a whole wealth of information on our website at www.moi.live. Yep. Or you can always get in touch at team at moi.live. Yep. And if you want the newsletter, you write to team at moi.live too, and we'll get the newsletter back to you. Perfect. Can't wait. A big more from us. Have a great week. Thank you. Bye.